1: The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Humble.
0: Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. I just love Wednesdays. It's such a wonderful treat and just an honor and a privilege to come to you from the KKHT studios and to bring... Hope into this community because there is power in the name of Jesus to to break any chain that you may be under, any bondage, whether it's alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, or whether it's just something like you've lost your job, uh, you're anxious, you've got depression. No matter what it is, there's power in giving your life over to the, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm just sitting up here in the studios, and I'm looking out the window, and I'm, I'm seeing the beautiful sunset that God has given us. It's just such a wonderful Wonderful time of year, and uh, I'm just really pleased to be here with you. We've got a wonderful guest. We're going to bring her in in just one second, but first let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we come to you today with gratitude on our hearts because you are in the miracle business still. We see deliverance, we see healing, we see. Chains being broken out there and and we're just so thrilled that uh that that you love us the way that you do, and so grateful to you for everything you've all the blessings you've given us in your life in our lives excuse me, father, we just uh, you know what I meant father, you know what I meant before I said it you 're just such a good God, and uh we're grateful to you for your love and your forgiveness and your grace in Jesus name we pray amen all right, so one of the blessings of this show is you know God is delivered me out of the darkness and into his marvelous light, and um, it, it is just such a blessing to work with people in in the community who are doing ministry work, who are doing kingdom work, who are helping people out there, and we're going to have a, a guest today. Uh, her name is Valerie James. We're going to bring her in in just one second, um, but she is uh, the, the C, founder and CEO of of a veterans organization, veterans advocate services and training. So let's, let's go ahead and bring in Valerie. Valerie, how are you this afternoon?
1: Oh, I am blessed and highly favored, Pastor Allworth. Can you hear me well?
0: I can hear you perfectly. Thank you so much. She's calling in on the KKHT hotline, but, uh, cause she's out there doing her work and she and I got to visit just a little bit yesterday and I've been on her website and they're just doing tremendous work. So give us just, uh, we're going to go into detail here in a minute about the, the services that are provided to veterans through, through your 5013C nonprofit uh, organization, but give us an overview before we go into detail. What, what is what is the purpose of Veterans Advocates Services and Training?
1: Well, you know, uh, the veterans, we are in the military, and we have brother brotherhood, sisterhood. Sometimes we've never had in our entire lives before. When we get out, we, we lose our camaraderie. We, it's like losing a family. And you're on your own again. You're just adrift in this world, as we find so many of us are. Our mind becomes, you know, we have mental illness. We have emotional stress. It gets so bad. Sometimes we end up chronically homeless. The word you never want to hear in this lifetime is chronically homeless veteran living on the street or veteran who is is in prison right now. But that's what ends up happening. We are here to bridge that gap. We get them off the street. And we get them out of the jail, and we not only just house them, we work and stay with them. We mentor them, and we try to get them back to that point where they're, instead of their name being a number in a jail or on a homeless list, they become back to society just useful and helpful and the heroes they've always born to be
0: well we all need to recognize who we are in Christ Jesus and we all need to feel wanted and loved and and that's one of the things about that's wonderful about surrendering your life to you but you know your words just touched me what you said right now because it is so true that people go into the military and they become part of this family this you know we've got the greatest mm-hmm. armed services in the world in the history of the world and whether it's marines or air force or navy whatever it is uh, and and they provide such an incredible service to help keep us free. I mean, we had elections yesterday, and I'm not here to advocate for any political party, but I am here to advocate for the for the people that serve our country. And I don't care if you're if you're Republican or Democrat. We need to do a better job uh, with our government and taking care of our veterans. But really, the real work is done by people uh, like yourself who who are who are providing these services to to veterans. I, I can imagine. Just being part of this incredible family, this teamwork, and all of a sudden you're just out and you, you don't know where, what to do or where to go, and and uh, uh, you know some people adjust, you know have a have a plan and adjust great, but others don't, and and the fact that we have people that have served our country and risked their lives uh, homeless is is just not acceptable. So my hats off to you for doing the work that you do, but. Uh, Before we get into some of the details about the services that you provide, tell us about you. How did did you get involved in this? How how did God lead you to to start VAST? And when I say VAST, Veterans Advocates Services and Training, I I picked up that that's an acronym that y'all go by as VAST. So tell us about you, Valerie. What's your story?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, (laughs) I'll put it short and sweet. So I'm from Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, talk about God playing playing a part. Uh, I suffered, it was a big inner city. I, I suffered a lot of mental illness and schizophrenia. And it, it's funny, people tell me that there's at the highest point. I just kind of disappeared into the illness. I was hearing voices, and I just checked out of reality for years. Wow. And people tell me when, where I thought it was mental illness, that was God taking me out of what would have been maybe a bad life I was getting ready
0: to step into. Oh, God works in unusual ways. Sometimes he saves us in manners that we don't understand at the time, but that's absolutely true. So you grew up in a really tough environment, it sounds like, and that I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah, it was just a lot, and I, I tell people, I, God put me to sleep as a teenager, and by the time I I woke up, I was I was a grown up, and I was like, Phew. but I was like, but I'm still in this world. I had a brother that died on the street, and when I woke up, that's when I found that out. Wow. And I, I I joined the military, but you know, it was this is God again. People, because I can't remember a lot of my childhood and God, and they said, no, no, God has his plan. God has a plan. Yes, he does. When I called the Army, I, and they said, do you know you have a diagnosis, and I hadn't known this at the time, of schizophrenia? And they said, you can't, no, it was the Marine Corps. They said, we can't bring you in. And I literally just burst into tears. Because I said, I've got to get out of here. Somebody's got to help me. And I prayed. Then I called the army and I told the the recruiter what happened, what the diagnosis. He's going to find this, but if he can help me, God told me to stay on it because he said, "If you're gonna help me, I'm gonna die here." And and this guy, he did it. He brought me in, and he's in the military, knowing this background, and uh, it, it, I, I was still suffering the mental illness a little bit. I actually was taking showers with my clothes on in the military for the first couple of months. Oh, no. <laughs> But but look at it, then the when I went to my duty station ended up being on a psychiatric unit and I ended up helping the people who suffer schizophrenia as I did. I ended up helping them and that's what made me whole.
0: You know, we're overcomers by the blood of the lamb and a word of our testimony. God puts us through these things, these challenges, so that we're in a position to help other people. I'm headed to the open door mission. After this radio show where we're gonna minister to to homeless and, and addicted men and you know the the crew that I take in there we've all we've all walked out of that bondage God's delivered us out of, out of the addictive bondage including myself and so we're able to work with those guys and talk to those guys in a way that you know other people can't because we've been there and God uses that if we let him and he uses our experiences and he uses what he's put us through uh, in order to put us in a position to help other people and it sounds like that's exactly Exactly what he did with you
1: that's tremendous uh, that's so affirming i love to hear what you just said yeah it's true uh my okay so when i when i finished with the psych units when i was in my first six years when i got out i had no venting process to get rid of i healed people but i, I became like a dream catcher i pulled in all their pain to and i to take it off of them wow. i didn't know i'd take it off myself Okay. And when I came out, I became one of these homeless veterans uh, suffering mental illness on the streets.
0: Oh, no. So you were in the Army, for you were enlisted for six years?
1: Yeah. Uh, it was 13 total, but at the end of the six, it happened. Okay. And I just, and you know, what the reason is, you know, your mind hijacks when you have mental illness. I started seeing all these people, after everything I've seen, I come out and people get yelling and cursing at people cause in a Starbucks because the drink is not hot enough. And it was just so much of this, just and this, this was insanity to me. I threw everything away, and I literally just went to live on the street because that was the life and reality. Versus this, this the insanity. People said that was insane. I said, no, the true insanity is the way you truly treat each other for no good reason out here.
0: Wow, what an example! People yelling at each other because their coffee's not hot enough when when you guys are out there on the front line uh in iraq and afghanistan and other places risking your lives and uh hot coffee you take any kind of coffee out there i bet hot or cold and be glad for it yeah so uh praise the lord so uh but you actually ended up homeless for a while
1: first time it happened, they, they did the big mistake. They said, well, it was in D.C. of all places. I'm lucky to be alive. Oh yeah. And they said, well, if it's a homeless vet, just house them, okay? And okay. then I moved to Texas, thank God, because it happened again. I moved here. And someone said, one of the homeless people said, you need to go see this place over here that houses homeless veterans. And, my God, they said, no, your mind is hijacked, but your spirit is hijacked this is not you thinking that you should just go be homeless so they not only housed me but they gave me mental health assistance
0: oh praise the lord and
1: that was the last time i i was homeless they i was healed
0: and that was that here was, in houston uh,
1: over 17 years yeah houston did that uh, uh it was done by us veterans
0: oh praise the lord so praise the lord how long ago did you start uh veteran advocate services and training
1: Wow. So that I did that in 2018. Uh, I had gone back into the military after I was healed, okay. and went straight to Iraq and Afghanistan. Forgive me. When I got out, U.S. vets hired me. I was like, uh, "Y'all are just the best." And and then I became. I went to work for an organization. That became the veteran peer service, you know, coordinator of Harris County. And then I realized that the gaps that are missing in the system, I, I can see them very. I lived it. And now I've become a, you know, a subject matter expert to a job, and then I thought, I've got to start my own nonprofit and be able to not just, because I, I know you cannot just heal the mind, you've got to heal the soul, and you have to heal the spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. And so you started, so how long did you work, uh, you know, working with veterans after you, after you got back from Afghanistan? Before you started, uh, back when you saw, when you recognized the gaps in the system, how long were, were you in that position?
1: Uh, I, I got out of the military and I got back from Afghanistan in 2011. Okay. And I've been working with veterans. I, the first time I was working with the homeless veterans, getting them housed and taking them to the same place that took me off the street. Wonderful. It, it was amazing. And it's just it's so affirming to your soul when you're helping people survive and telling them, you not only can survive this, you can thrive from it.
0: You know, that's something I tell the, the the guys over at the mission almost every single time we go. We go in there every Wednesday, and, and just what a blessing it is when, if, if they can go through the program, if they can complete everything, if they can stick it out, if if they can uh, have a spiritual awakening, uh, that, that they can do things that are going to bless them beyond anything they ever imagined, you know. Uh, early in my legal career i made a whole bunch of money, but that that you know which uh, i 'm not saying that to boast because because by the time the addiction kicked in, all that money was gone. but th- what I do now, helping people and giving back and helping people walk through the same thing that I walk through is so much more valuable than than any of the money I could ever make. I mean it it is such a blessing to be you know, the Bible tells us that that we're Christ's ambassadors and and it actually calls us God's co workers uh, twice in, hmm. in the two two letters of Corinth that Paul wrote to the Corinthians um yeah god's co-workers and there's you know all the things i aspired to be as a young man as a young lawyer and uh, what could be greater than being god's co-workers and and helping the least of these in our society uh cuz jesus said how you treat the least of these is how you treat me and uh it it's such a blessing and and you know, so really having gone through this, and I, I can tell, visiting with you, you feel the same way I do. I feel honored and blessed to have have suffered from addiction because of how God is using me now. Um, you know, we have a special place in the kingdom. We're able to to, to help people that others uh, others can't uh, because we walk through the fire. Um, so. It's uh it's just an, it's really an honor to to visit with you today and and I'm I'm so thrilled about what what y'all do. So let's get into that. What does Veteran Advocate Services and Training what services do y'all provide?
1: Well, before I answer that, can I just say sure, God bless you and, and oh, well, your story. You. Well, thank yes, you. I I love to hear what you're saying. you 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 take you take your pain and you make it a strength.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, there's a great book called The Cross and the Switchblade about David Wilkerson who went into the streets of New York, got called from a small church in Pennsylvania. I'd recommend it to anybody, and how he ministered to gang members on the street. And the, out of that came Teen Challenge, which is across the nation helping teenagers who are dealing with dignity drug addiction, and a wonderful pastor named Nikki Cruz who preaches around the globe. I mean, and Nikki Cruz was delivered from heroin addiction. You know, God can take those things. Look at the Bible. L- look at, look at uh, Saul, who became Paul, who was persecuting Christians. Look at Moses, who was a murderer. God can take those things that we have done, those mistakes that we've made. The enemy wants to tell us, you know, we're no good. God can't forgive us. Those are lies from the pit of hell. God can take those mistakes and turn them into gold and turn it around, and, 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 and that's what he does. And and he took all your pain and all your problems, and now he now you're able to, to use that in, in such a positive, productive way. So tell us about the services that Veterans Advocate Services and Training provides.
1: Well, one of the services that I'm so proud of, we're one of the few organizations that goes into the Harris County Jail okay. two times a week to visit the incarcerated veterans. Okay. And someone asked well why that's one that's one of the things to do just not that's not the whole, but they asked why would you go into the jail? Do you know that because we 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 touch people who have emotional or mental illness. The Harris county put out a terrifying tweet the mental health by that jail said of the three hundred veterans they have incarcerated over two hundred and fifty are on psychiatric medications
0: wow and you know those guys. They didn't. They set out to serve their country. They didn't set out to to be criminals. But you know, because of the PTSD and the other things that they've suffered from, um, and the lack of support, or just the path they've walked, uh, you know, the, the mental illness is what's led them to to be in the Harris County jail. And I can promise you, Jesus is in that jail. <laughs> and and <Yes. laughs> yeah, and uh, I've got a, a a good friend named Boyd Harrell who who has Cool Ministries. Christ over our lives, and Boyd's been on the show, and, and Pastor Boyd, and and uh, you know he found Jesus. Uh, he was in prison for the third time, and 30 years ago he found Jesus on, on a prison floor. And you know he goes into he goes into the Harris County Jail, and he goes into prisons across his state, and and ministers to people. Those are the people. It's in all of our best interest that that they get the help they need. And both the, the counseling, the psychiatric treatment, you know, I believe in all every every tool we have in the toolbox. And the spiritual awakening, the the relationship with Jesus Christ, they need to lead them out of the darkness. And so that's that's a wonderful thing. I'm glad you're going into the jail because those guys don't want to uh, – or women, those men and women don't want to be in, in, in jail. And they don't mean to be criminals. They just need help.
1: You said it. We, we actually asked one of the, the gentlemen, and we said – You know, if you heard someone had committed burglary four times and was jailed four times, you'd be like, oh, this is a career criminal. I said, well, why are you doing this? He said, well, when I steal stuff, I can feed my meth habit. Yeah, exactly. You just want to cry. It's like, why did no one ask him that before? Yeah. We just throw people away. We cannot do that. We are not on this earth to do that. We're there to help. When we got this guy help, he did not do that anymore. He needed help for addiction.
0: Amen. Exactly. He
1: wasn't a career criminal.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. And addiction makes people do things that, that, that it you know, that's what the enemy uses to get them to do things that aren't, aren't them at all. And if you can treat Ooh. the addiction and treat the underlying mental issues, then you can have a productive citizen and a, and a happy person and somebody that can help other people. And if you don't...
1: We are both living people. We are both living examples of that,
0: you and I. Exactly. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, okay, you go into the jails. we got about five minutes left, so let's get, uh, get the rest of the services. Uh, I, I see on your website, I see uh, a path to wellness. Tell us about that.
1: Well, one of the things we teach in jail, it is spirit-based, by the way. One Amen. of them is the authentic man. That is, if you go around saying, I'm the man... And that was based from pain and heartache as a child. Your idea of the man is based on causing pain and heartache.
0: Yeah, so the true. people
1: who are suffering suffer, make people suffer. So we, we go from childhood. We actually give them certificates every month. It's a six-month program, the authentic man and the spiritual base. And it just helps them go from that childhood to now. Instead of I'm the man, I'm a citizen. I'm a human. And they graduate with certificates, and they have them hanging up everywhere on their walls. It is so amazing.
0: The it's beautiful. Oh, yes. See, the Open Door Mission does has a, a, a authentic man uh, training as well, and that is so true. We, people don't understand that, that addiction, most of the time, addiction, homelessness, mental illness, it, it, and I, you said this earlier in the program, so I'm echoing what you said. It stems from childhood trauma. It stems from things that happened in mm-hmm. our past. It stems from people hurting us. It stems from – and it's not like we say, I'm going to – start being a methamphetamine addict because uh, so-and-so hurt me back when I was three years old. It just happens that way uh, psychologically. You know, we just make the wrong decisions or alcoholic or whatever uh, bondage people get under. Uh, it just happens that way. So, okay, so you have the authentic man training. That's wonderful. I see homeless to houses uh, to housing on there. Uh, how do you all help veterans f- uh, find housing?
1: We get called all the time. They're We're a household name for is We got a veteran on the street. We got a guy in his car. We got a veteran. We just recently housed someone who was a uh, prisoner of war, and he's really? not a senior on the street. We got him housed in 24 hours.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: we do that often. We have uh, people. We get them housed in 24 hours with a lot of community partners who are just wonderful and very. Uh, and affect affect change, and they want to uh, we have a little uh, circle of people, and we just affect change in the hearts and spirit and mind of people we don 't just house them, we also then get them that mental health that we know is needed, that spiritual healing that we know is needed, and then we try to make them productive citizens who go out and do the same thing amen to amen. help others
0: so you 're so able to force you, multipliers you you found somebody that was a prisoner of war and was homeless. What a yeah. sad commentary. Um, but thank God that y'all are there to 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 help people, and, and we're able to find. How do you how do you do that? How do you get them housing? Do you have a network of people that are of of places where they can go live, or how how does that work? Yeah, Vast
1: has emergency housing, okay. and we can get people housed uh, off the street immediately. You know, it runs into trouble where if you know if it's at midnight, we can't necessarily get a get a knock on a door to even the places we know to house, and we have to put them in hotels, and that that's where the expense start coming in and get him food and get him. but it happens a lot. But, you know, we have one person we did that work with. He had been arrested 35 times this oh veteran. Gosh. And if you want someone to stop being in a revolving door, you have to show them a new door.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: now this guy, we got him trained as a mental health peer specialist, now he's out there speaking and trying to heal people the same way I
0: did, the same way you did. Amen. I missed, I missed what you said at first. Show him a new door. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, well, how do people – okay, let's, uh, let's do a couple things. I want people to be able to contact you, and, and we're really short on time now. Uh, two, two sides. If, if a veteran needs help, how does he contact you? Uh, first of all, how would, he, how would a veteran get a hold of you?
1: Just have him call Dow 832-212. Five two, five
0: five. You just gave out your cell phone number, didn't you? You're committed. Yep. Give it again, please. Uh, you
1: have to be eight three two. Two one two. Five two, five five.
0: And if someone wanted to volunteer, because uh, these folks that we have on this show that are doing community, uh, doing uh, kingdom work, they need your help. Some people can give time. Some people can give money. Some people can give both. But give whatever. You, if you've been touched, if your heart's been touched, please give. How would somebody contribute to your organization?
1: Uh, they can do that. We have a, a Zelle PayPal, and that's just uh, my email, V-A-L-E-R-I-E. J-A-M-E-S at V-A-S-T T-X dot org Valerie dot James at vast dot org
0: We're going to have to wrap up now. We'll have you on again in, in a month or two. I want to have you as a regular guest. This is Pastor John Allworth. I
1: appreciate
0: you. We appreciate you. We love you at New Covenant Church, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen.